Welcome to the Yadkin Examine. My name is Jonathan Gaylord, the pastor at Yadkinville United Methodist Church, and the Yadkin Examine is a weekly podcast where every Monday we take a moment to reflect on the past week, give thanks to God, and seek strength for the day and week to come. The Examine comes out of a technique described by Ignatius Loyola and is still practiced by Jesuits twice daily. We've adapted it here to help us reflect on the events in our lives and discern God's presence and will for us. We'll use prompts for self-reflection from various sources, like the 22 questions John Wesley and the Holy Club at Oxford would ask themselves daily. In addition to that, we'll hear an excerpt from Sunday's sermon, and we'll draw some reflection questions from the sermon, our worship, and the scripture text. The reflection questions are listed in the show notes, and you may want to copy them so that you can write out your answers as a journaling practice. As we prepare to pray together, I invite you to take a moment to center your body, heart, and mind for prayer, maybe through taking several deep breaths, finding a comfortable posture, anything that helps you to be present to the Holy Spirit in our midst. Let us now begin with an excerpt from our April 23rd sermon on forgiveness by me, Jonathan Gaylord. But forgiveness begins a larger process. It begins something larger within ourselves, this process of reconciliation, this process of being made right, this process of being fundamentally changed with how we are in relationship to one another and in relationship to our community. Jesus follows up this teaching to Peter seven times, 70, with the instruction, the parable of the unforgiving servant. He says, well, there was a servant. He, he owed his king a lot of money, and the king called the debt and was going to, to punish the servant for not paying, and the, the servant begged for mercy, begged for forgiveness, and the king granted it. And that servant turned around and went out and found someone who owed him money, who owed him a debt, and demanded that that debt be paid. And that, and that servant, who had just been forgiven, brought down the strictest most punitive things he could think of, think of upon the servant, who, the other man who owed him money. And when the king heard of it, he said, what are you doing? You've been forgiven. Why can't you forgive someone else? As Jesus said on the cross, forgive them. They know not what they do. We receive that forgiveness. We have been forgiven by our peers, we have been forgiven by those who love us. We have been forgiven by our parents, our siblings, our grandparents, our, our friends, our neighbors. We have been forgiven so that we might forgive. We have been forgiven by God so that we might offer that forgiveness to those in our lives and in the world. And that forgiveness is only the first step in reconciliation. That forgiveness is only the first step in renewing relationships. And there are going to be people in our lives who we have trouble forgiving. There are going to be people in our lives who we don't know if we'll ever be able to forgive. There are going to be people in our lives that our relationships are so broken that something needs to fundamentally change before we can enter into that relationship again. There are situations in our world of abuse, physical, emotional, mental, where the person who has been abused shouldn't enter into a relationship again with their abuser until something has fundamentally changed in that other person's life. And that's reconciliation. 
that's not necessarily forgiveness. We can find it within our own hearts, within our own lives, to forgive someone. To let go of that burden, to let go of that hurt, to let go of that pain. And we can find it in ourselves to do that first step while also acknowledging maybe we can't enter into reconciliation until something else changes. Just as Christ on the cross said, forgive them, Father. They do not know what they do. That's God's first step towards us. And it is an invitation for us to take a step towards God. Forgiveness is that first step, and maybe that first step just needs to happen within our own hearts, within our own souls. Maybe the person we need to forgive isn't ready to be forgiven. But to forgive someone is first to set a prisoner free and realize that that prisoner is ourselves. We forgive not to change someone else, but we forgive because we've been forgiven. We forgive because to hold on to hurt and pain and grief keeps us moored in place. We forgive because it's freeing for us. We forgive because God first forgave us. So as you think about your own relationships, so as you think about your own life, who do you need to forgive? Who do you need forgiveness from? What relationships in your life are broken? I invite you to find, as you think about those, as you ponder on them, as you wrestle with that question, to begin praying this week that God would help you to let go, that God would help you to forgive. Forgiveness is the beginning of freedom. It's the beginning of a process that, to be fair, the other person has to engage in. Just as how Christ forgives us, we have to respond to that forgiveness. We have to take that step. Forgiveness in this world is something that we're called to. It's not a simple moment. It's not a a, a one-time thing. Forgiveness is a lifestyle. Forgiveness opens up the door to reconciliation. Forgiveness opens up the door to all of us being made whole, not only as individuals, but as a community. Forgiveness is just the first step. Forgiveness is a thing that can set us free, both as people who need it and people who need to offer it. Christ forgave us so that we might forgive. The king forgave the servant and then expected that servant to go out into the world and spread that forgiveness around. Who do you need to forgive? Who do you need to go to and ask for forgiveness? Because once we can answer those questions, once we have clarity there, God can help us take steps into freedom. God can help us take steps into wholeness. God can help us to take steps into fulfillment. 
Forgiveness is just the beginning. So I invite you to consider those questions. Where do you need forgiveness in your life? Both as something you offer and as something you need to receive. Amen. Almighty God, as we come before you today, help us to see with your eyes. Help us to be filled with your grace. Help us to know your power, your presence, and your love in all that we do. Holy God, reveal yourself to us now. Prayerfully review your past week. What are you thankful for? Where did the Holy Spirit move? As we look at where we may have fallen short, ask yourself these questions, drawn from John Wesley and the Holy Club. Am I jealous, impure, critical, irritable, touchy, or distrustful? How do I spend my spare time? Am I proud? As we look at the week that is to come, ask yourself these questions drawn from our sermon and our scripture text. What broken relationships do you have in your life? Where do you need forgiveness? Where do you need to offer forgiveness? What does it mean to you that Christ offered forgiveness for you before you were aware of your need for it? Almighty God, thank you for the day that you've given to us. Help us to grow and to learn and to love. Forgive us where we have fallen short. Strengthen us for the day and week that is ahead. May we see your Holy Spirit moving in our hearts and in our lives. And may we be beacons of hope, love, and forgiveness to all that we encounter. Holy God, be with us now. Amen. Before returning to the busyness of our days, let us reflect once more on Matthew chapter 18, verses 21 through 35. Then Peter came and said to him, Lord, if my brother or sister sins against me, how often should I forgive? As many as seven times? Jesus said to him, Not seven times, but I tell you, seventy-seven times. For this reason the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who wished to settle accounts with his slaves. When he began the reckoning, one who owed him ten thousand talents was brought to him. And as he could not pay, the Lord ordered him to be sold, together with his wife and children and all his possessions, and payment to be made. So the slave fell on his knees before him, saying, Have patience with me, and I will pay you everything. And out of pity for him, the Lord of that slave released him and forgave the debt. But that same slave, as he went out, came upon one of his fellow slaves, who owed him a hundred denarii. And seizing him by the throat, he said, Pay what you owe. Then his fellow slave fell down and pleaded with him, Have patience with me, and I will pay you. But he refused. Then he went and threw him into prison until he would pay the debt. When his fellow slaves saw what had happened, they were greatly distressed, and they went and reported to their lord all that had taken place. 
Then his Lord summoned him and said to him, You wicked slave, I forgave you all that debt because you pleaded with me. Should you not have had mercy on your fellow slave as I had mercy on you? And in anger his Lord handed him over to be tortured until he would pay his entire debt. So my heavenly Father will also do to every one of you, if you do not forgive your brother or sister from your heart. Thank you so much for praying the Adkin Examine with us today. As always, you can join us on Wednesdays with the Adkin Lectio, on Sundays in worship, and then right back here on Mondays with the next Yadkin Examine. Next week will be our last week where we do the you get to vote on what we're preaching on uh, thing, so make sure you check our Facebook and your email if you're signed up on our email list uh, to get the link to vote for that. Until we pray together again, I wish God's blessings upon you. Thank you so much for spending this time together. And until we pray together again, God bless.